Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Probably be doing another pregame chat, maybe uh, before game five on Sunday. Of course, today is Wednesday, May 19th, and our Bruins are back at home to host the Washington Capitals in game three of their first round playoff series. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be joined by Lauren Campbell. She covers Boston sports for Nesson, and she's also one-third of the Nesson Bruins podcast. I'm very excited to have her on today to chat about uh, the Bruins so far here in the playoffs and uh, various topics thereabouts. I would also like to remind you to please subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. Each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be so very much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LO Boston Bruins. On Instagram, we're Locked On Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and uh, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. As I mentioned there yesterday, I have been writing about hockey for about 16 years now. I did so professionally for five uh, as a full-time hockey writer for The Score up here in uh, Ontario, uh, based in Toronto. Uh, I do like to have fun with coverage here, and this daily podcast is by a fan, for fans, but I do like to bring a balance of professionalism and also not taking myself too seriously. I think that is possible. Uh, not everyone's going to be the next big insider. It doesn't mean don't know what you're talking about if you're not aspiring to be in the Professional Hockey Writers Association. That's just my general approach to uh, the podcast, how I cover the game for anyone who's new around here or who has been following during my mid-game tweets. Uh, Again, balance of professionalism. I know what I'm talking about after having been in the game for so long, but I also like to have fun knowing that this podcast is uh, from the perspective of a lifelong Bruins fan and for you other Bruins fans. So today on the podcast, like I said, I'm going to be joined by Lauren Campbell. We're going to discuss some of the bigger talking points of the postseason so far and give a little preview here of game three. So let's get into it, shall we? All right. I am joined today on the podcast by Lauren Campbell from Nesson, uh, following Lauren for a while now and been meaning to have her on the podcast. So it's great to finally connect. How are you doing today, Lauren? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. Of course. Yeah. I guess I was just thinking that today is the kind of the first home playoff game for the Bruins in in a while since I guess the game nobody really wants to talk about uh kind of what's the what's the vibe around the city this morning is there a a noticeable excitement or is it uh kind of quieter since there won't be a, a a sellout crowd because of the capacity limits that are still in place 
I think everyone's still pretty excited. Like you said, it's the first home playoff game since the game that we won't speak about. Hey, yep. but, you know, it's still, um, you know, the weather's beautiful today. It's going to be like in the 80s. Oh, um, nice. You know, the Bruins are coming back. Tide series vibes are really, really good and positive right now. So I think everyone's just really happy, um, which is really good. I mean, it's hard not to be positive about this Bruins team right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking the other night watching game two, uh, my vibes were very low near the end of the game as they were losing with like three minutes left. And then the difference between uh, when Taylor Hall scored and then when Brad Marchand scored in overtime, uh, a huge difference from uh, late in the third period. Um, yeah, what, what's the importance you think of, of coming home tied at one? Instead of going down to nothing, obviously, obviously a huge, uh, a huge difference, eh? Oh, absolutely. And you certainly don't want your opponent to be able to come in and beat you in the series on home ice. And that obviously that would have been an issue had they lost um, on Tuesday in game two there. But, you know, I think that they knew the importance. Bruce Cassidy said that you know, they, they came, everyone came to play and they, they certainly did. It was really a a gritty game they're still not playing as physical as the capitals but i think that's okay because they're not playing how the capitals want them to play but they knew that they had to come back home tied they knew that a lot is on the line not just being down to nothing but having the chance to get kicked out on your home ice is never a good feeling and unfortunately the bruins know that feeling all too well yeah yeah i mean so huge to to tie the series there of course they had an opportunity to come back to Boston up to nothing. They, they dropped game one in, um, in overtime as well. A lot of talk after that one about uh, kind of Tugarask, whether or not he should have had some of those goals, a lot of deflections so far uh, on Tuka in this series, the, the capitals have gotten, uh, you know, pucks towards the net and guys in front of the net to, to make things difficult uh, kind of what's your sense about uh, Tuka Rask's game so far here in the playoffs and, and whether or not uh, the Bruins and the fans should be concerned, uh, concerned about Tuka at all? I think he's done enough to win both games. You know, I think that these games, they've been close. They've been one goal games. They've been overtime games. And I don't see too much cause for concern. I think there's always going to be goals where, they sh- any goalie should have had it. There's going to be beach balls that go through no matter what series, no matter what goalie, no matter what team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> Bruins fans hear this narrative every year and they've heard it every mm-hmm. year since probably about 2012, 2013. Um, you know, is, is Tuka enough for their, to get them in the, get the Bruins to win a Stanley cup? The answer is yes. And they don't win without Tuka. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, yes, he, sh- he should have had some of the, the pucks that went by him. Of course, but at the end of the day, the, the series is still tied and I don't think there's any reason to be concerned. Uh, Bruce Cassidy doesn't sound concerned. None of the players seem concerned. And like I said, these have been one goal games. So I think everyone is on, on the Bruins as a whole needs to do more um, and not just Tuka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, I love when people say the goalie wanted that one back. Like who, what goalie doesn't want everyone right. back? They all they want to stop as many as they can, and uh, there's no yeah. Whether or not it's a, a flubber or one that's an excellent shot, all goalies you know want to keep it out as much. And I love watching Tuka Rask 
kind of talk about his game. He was uh, addressing the media after game one, and you can just tell that he he doesn't care about what anybody thinks about him, what is anybody saying about him. He's as cool a customer as it as they come. And, and I personally think it's more, uh, yeah, a matter of Bruins fans kind of being spoiled over the last decade. We went from Tim Thomas to Tuka Rask. Like not many teams can say they've had one reliable, excellent starter over the last, you know, decade or so. We're, we're kind of spoiled here uh, in Boston with the high level of goaltending that the Bruins have gotten from, from Rask over. Yeah. Like it's been 12 or nine years since, since he took over something like that. And, and he's been excellent the whole way through. He, he really has like Bruins fans. I know that it's frustrating when you go to the cup three times and you only win once. I get that, but it's just, you know, it's, you don't, you win as a team, you lose as a team. And I feel like that only, only applies when Tuka plays out of his mind. Yeah. And they don't, yeah, they don't get that far without Tuka Rask. It's, they don't win as many playoff rounds as they have without, without him. So it's kind of a, yeah, a double-edged sword that way. If you want to criticize him, (laughs) you also have to realize, yeah, they don't, they don't succeed as much as they have in recent years without, uh, without Tuka Rask, in my opinion, anyways. Yeah, absolutely. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting Locker Rooms for Locked on Bruins once a week, and yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, join the NHL group for the latest league updates. Follow me at Locked On Bruins to be notified when my room goes live. You won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live this week prior to game four or five. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Bruins in the playoffs so far. I will see you there. Locker room changing the way we talk sports. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar and it comes in nine amazing flavors. Built Bar fans are very passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the full roster, well, you're missing out. There's coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, and basically there's something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Right now, go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. Now, Built Bars aren't just delicious, they're also good for you. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Again, go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. I was going to ask you about um, one of the bigger stories from the first two games is Jake DeBrusque. He only had five goals in the regular season. He's already got two uh, in the playoffs. And I kind of think it's good for him to be a bit down the lineup. He doesn't have the pressure of having to be like a top six guy. Uh, that role was kind of just handed to him in recent years because there was nobody else to fill that role. But with Taylor Hall in the mix, DeBrusque 
bumped down to the the fourth line in game one, third line in game uh, two. And he kind of has, yeah, just more uh, or sorry, less pressure on him to produce because of those guys above him. Kind of what do you think the importance is uh, of Jake DeBrus getting off to a hot start and getting that confidence uh, going early on here in the postseason? Yeah, I think that's super important for for Jake DeBrusque, especially because, like you said, he didn't have a very strong regular season and he just signed that contract and, you know, people wanted to see more from him. And I think we saw flashes of it. I think that he showed his flashes of potential throughout the season, but he just couldn't really find his groove. And I feel on this third line, he really knows that he belongs there. He's got Mm -hmm. really good chemistry with his line mates and he's obviously scoring. So that's one thing that he really needed to do coming into the series was make his presence known, whether that's getting to the net, getting the pucks on net. And it's great to see him so strong through these first two games. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love him on the right side, but I think he can still play strong wherever he is. And like you mentioned, getting, getting to the net, that was key in the goal that he scored in game two where uh, Charlie Coyle kind of faked out Craig Anderson and then, pretty much gave it to DeBrusque who was planted in the crease. That was, uh, yeah, really good to see him kind of not floating around the perimeter, but, but really getting to the net. And yeah, if, if he can get going, um, it's only a huge bonus for the Bruins to compliment kind of the top guys. Speaking of those guys, David Pasternak hasn't been scoring as much and he kind of uh, whiffed on a, a nice open net, opportunity in game two do you think there's any reason to be concerned about David Pasternak or do you think it's just a matter of time until he until he uh, gets back to scoring the way that we all know that he can I'm just gonna say it's a matter of time I don't have any red flags that are racing up right now I feel like I'm still confident in his play at the same time it's only been two games Um, but we know that Pasternak had the off-season hip surgery. Surgery. We know that he was hurt a couple of years ago. So it, you know, it, it it makes your mind race. Where it's like, could this be something? Could this be new? Could this be a reaggravation of anything? But you know, I think too that the top line as a whole really needs to play better. Um, mm-hmm. And I, but I also think you know that the top line. We we know what they can do. We've seen it all season how dominant they were. I mean, they had half the team's goals at one point in the regular season. So I think it's, you know, it's only a matter of time. And I do think coming home in front of a crowd, something they haven't had in playoffs in a year, I think mm. it's going to be massive for them. Yeah. Yeah. He's only got, he's got one goal through eight games here in May, including the playoffs. Uh, but yeah, I think he's still firing away. He's got 10 shots in this series against the, uh, the Capitals, a couple assists. So he's still contributing. And um, we have, another elite winger in Taylor Hall that has been added to the mix. Um, it was great to see him score that, that tying goal in game two. Um, and I think he um, is going to thrive playing in Boston in front of some fans, like you mentioned, um, kind of looking ahead a bit. Do you think the Bruins and Hall will be able to uh, come to an agreement on an extension? And I think that would probably mean, he might take less than what he would get kind of on the open market, less than what he signed with the Sabres this season. But do you think there's kind of an appetite on both sides to, to get something done? 
I feel like there has to be on both sides. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. I, mean, I, know, I know there's only a small sample size from Taylor Hall playing with the Bruins, but he came in and he like meshed really well. He gave Krejci some stability. And I know that Krejci's contract is up and that there's a whole other uncertainty around him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you can provide Krejci that, that stability that he's so desperately needed the last few years, you need to keep him around. He's scoring. He's obviously well-liked in the locker room. He's making an impact and he's having fun. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know when the last time I watched Taylor Hall having fun was because he certainly wasn't having fun in Buffalo and we didn't really see the best. We haven't seen the best Taylor Hall in a while. And I think mm-hmm. we're starting to see that. And I just think it's so he's so important to this team already where I think that he can be important for years to come. And there just needs to be I don't I mean, I, th- I think there's urgency on both sides once the playoffs are done, like get through the playoffs and. I know do, do your thing in the off season, but I feel like their number one priority, if not close number two needs to be re-sign Taylor Hall. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That image of, uh, Marshan skating to the bench after game two, his winner, and then Taylor Hall kind of catching him. Yeah. <laughs> his quote after game two was, was pretty hilarious saying that Marshan was light and he's been lifting and, things like that. He adds kind of a, I don't know. Yeah. More personality to the team, maybe a more like, I don't know, cool factor. And it's just, uh, it's cool to see. Yeah. After all these years, the talk of Taylor versus Tyler back in in 2010 and and to see that Taylor Hall, a wanted to be a Bruin and is now a Bruin. I think, I think in the end he'll um, yeah, maybe settle for a bit less than what he could get elsewhere just to be, be part of this team. He's already talked about how much he's learning from Brad Marchand. They have similar games. Uh, Jake DeBrusque said that he looked up to him when he was growing up, which is, which is kind of weird and kind of makes me feel pretty old, but um, I think, yeah, he just fits in and um, it'll probably be even more so once restrictions are lifted and they're actually able to kind of hang out more (laughs) away from the ice as well. Oh, absolutely. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the NHL playoffs, basketball, baseball, even UFC and MMA. Before the next puck drops, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sign-up bonuses and contest information. Speaking of sign-up bonuses... If you sign up for a free account today, you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams continue their run to the Stanley Cup. That's promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today on Locked On Today podcast, Jason Tatum put the Boston Celtics on his back and advanced them out of the play-in round. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow Locked On Today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So what uh, what are you thinking about uh, tonight's game? Game three tonight, Bruins-Capitals starts at 6.30, which is a bit of a, a weird time, but kind of nice uh, so that it won't go later uh do you think the Bruins will be able to kind of take advantage of being back on home ice and uh go up go up in the series 
I do. I'm feeling really, really good about tonight's game. You know, a mix of coming home, coming off of an exciting win, and just, again, knowing what's at stake. Um, you know, this core window, I don't think it's closed, but it's very, very close to being closed. Mm-hmm. And the Bruins are in win-now mode. They proved that at the trade deadline, and they're proving that now. So I feel like this has a 5-1 win written all over it. But oh, I also, my gosh. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say, too. Yeah, I was thinking that it. yesterday. I had 5-1. Five one in my head as well. That's hilarious. Love it. Yeah, yeah I'm also I really preparing think myself for an overtime game. So yeah, yeah. No thanks. I yeah. Uh, yeah, I was thinking that exact same thing. I mean, there's still questions about who's going to play a net for um, for the Capitals. I have a bit of a soft spot for Craig Anderson, but even if you know if he's a net, if one of the guys that was injured comes back, the key for me is just getting as many pucks on net as possible, making it difficult for whoever's in net. And uh, yeah, I really do think that with the home crowd, the positive vibes after the overtime win, I think they are due for kind of a, uh, uh, a mismatch or, or uh, you know, a, a, not a blowout, but, you know, a score that's not as close as, as the first couple of games have been. And uh, yeah, I was going to, I was going to tweet five, one was my prediction as well. That's hilarious. Oh, I love that. Great. Yeah. Yeah, Let's go. That's uh, it's unanimous. Well, Lauren, I I can't thank you enough for taking some time to, uh, to come on and chat. I like to ask people kind of what they're, what they're enjoying away from hockey as well. I know it's pretty packed right now for you with Celtics and Red Sox and Bruins playoffs, but are there any other things that, uh, that you recommend these days, anything that you're watching away from hockey that uh, people should check out? Uh, it's funny. I don't watch a lot of TV outside of sports, but I do love me the the Chicago series. I don't know if yeah. anyone else loves it, like the Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Med, like Thursday mornings or Saturday mornings, depending on my work schedule. I just veg in front of the TV for three hours and just watch those. Like it's just my my little escape me and my dog just hang out she loves chicago pd um so she just loves watching that with me so that's that's my i didn't realize that is it are they all connected like is it all part of the same like do the characters cross over at all or is it like three separate shows just based in chicago they do cross over which is um really fun when they do a big crossover event but you don't need to watch all of them to understand like each show's storylines but they do the characters will pop in from time to oh, time, but I certainly recommend all of them. That's cool. It's like a Marvel, Marvel universe kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> well, again, Lauren, thanks so much. I am actually off to um, Tim Hortons up here in Canada. They have these like collectible um, hockey sticks that they they released them last year. They put out another set this year, and uh, they have a Patrice Bergeron stick. So I need to run out and, and grab one of those before they uh, before they're not available anymore. That's my yeah, plan for the rest of the morning. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, where can people find you on, on Twitter and where can people find your, uh, your Bruins coverage? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at la 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 Lauren, three laws, and then Lauren with four R's. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find all of my written coverage, something a little, sim- little simpler for everybody on Nesson.com. Um, just all my stuff's there. We're going you know, absolutely all out with the Bruins coverage. And now obviously Red Sox and Celtics and Patriots as well, but Mm -hmm. Bruins is our baby and it's all on Nesson.com. I retweet everything. So if you can find my Twitter first, awesome. 
and that's where every you can find absolutely everything. Very cool. Well, thanks so much again for uh, for joining me. Uh, I think we have spoken a five one win tonight into existence. So let's hope that uh, that comes to pass, and uh, hopefully it's a long playoff run, and and we can check back again later in later rounds. Yes, absolutely. I'd love to. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Lauren, and have a great rest of the day. You too.